Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Citizens of Perfectville, Dolph fans and sports fans in general, don't you love July? I know as a football fan you're thinking, man, July is the worst, but July isn't that bad. It's actually a great month for sports. This year you had the NBA Finals, you had the Stanley Cup Finals for the NHL, and of course, all the baseball marquee matchups, including the All-Star Game that just passed. And if you're into sports betting, Bet Online is where you can find it all. That's right, prop bets, futures, Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. So visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right, 50% welcome bonus. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. In a world that's perfect lies a perfect little town where one team stands alone. But now, something's stirring that will change this place forever. Perfect. Welcome to Perfectville, your first place podcast for your Miami Dolphins, now part of the Believe Podcast Network and often imitated, never duplicated, the very best, most original podcast there is for your Miami Dolphins. I am Sam Marcoux and he is the two-time, yes, two-time Hall of Famer. Of course, I'm talking about none other than the good doctor himself, Dr. Christopher Colin. Christopher, how in the hell are you, my friend? Good, Sam. Do you know why I'm good? Why are you good? You call me the two time. We're two weeks into the last month into of, of no NFL football until March 2022. So we are two weeks into July. This 14th is today. Um, I went to school. I learned that 14 days is two weeks. And that means we have a roughly two weeks until August, which is training camp, preseason games, uh, hard knocks, the full nine football until march 2022 it's going to be fantastic buddy and this year has gone by fast it is a beautiful it has been a really fast off season for so many different reasons but it's a beautiful thing within when you're within two weeks it's kind of like when you're getting ready to go on vacation you know that well you've been going on vacation quite a bit here recently but that week right before you go on vacation when you're just anticipating 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 and uh the other good news is that within two weeks here chris uh, not only are we going to have the two-time Hall of Famer and doctor on the show, but we're not to be outdone. We're going to have the former Pro Bowl wide receiver, Chris Chambers, officially join Welcome to Perfectville as a permanent host going forward. We just talked to him yesterday. He's excited to join us and start talking about training camp and all things Miami Dolphins. The guy's got a full plate. He's the head coach of Fort Lauderdale University. He's obviously Chris freaking Chambers, one of the best wide receivers in Miami Dolphins history. And uh, he's going to be sitting down with you and I here, Chris, on the regular here before too long. Yeah, I'll just be happy to get them when we can. I mean, this no one else can say that. So uh, I'm excited for the end of January or July. This is literally a uh, pretty monumental month if you talk about our actual podcast and football in general, uh, as I forementioned. So, yeah, the, what's not to be excited about? And I think you said the most quotable thing about Chris Chambers and his playing career that defensive backs probably said all the time was, I'm just happy to get him when I can. Uh, and that's where I want to start here, Chris, is that let's start with the defensive backs. Let's start with our defensive backs. 15 minutes on the clock. Let's just talk a little bit about the Miami Dolphins' current situation with star cornerback, pro bowler, all-around good guy, Xavier Howard. 
making matters worse here, Chris, you and I started talking about this as it was bubbling to the surface a few months ago. We've kind of kept an eye on this. We, we keep saying our hope is that Xavier Howard continues to play for the Miami Dolphins. But if it gets to the point where he demands a trade or it's just not going to happen, if there's irreconcilable differences here between the two sides, you got to get out when the getting is good. Uh, I don't know about you, Chris, but it's starting to look like we're getting to that point where we're going to have to start picking up the phone and calling some other teams. What say you? Yeah, uh, who needs a DB again? <laughs> We're going to start having to check that list because uh, you said it, to the point of no return and we got to get what you can when you can. We're, we're at that point, Sam. We're, we're at the breakup period where Xavier Howard is uh, uh, unfollowed the Miami Dolphins on social media, which is like Isn't the that cliche. Crazy? Yeah. Yeah, it's a classic like, oh, look at me. I don't follow the Dolphins anymore. And there's some nerd out there that figures it out and finds it at 3 a.m. By the way, I, I do not to cut you off because I didn't know that he had unfollowed the Dolphins. Wouldn't it be funny if the Dolphins unfollowed him? Like, fine. No, we don't like you. <laughs> no, you but, can't like, quit. You're fired. <laughs> But this this is like, remember back when we used to track the plane rides of like potential head coaches and our owners? And it's like, who finds out this information? Who actually figured out that Xavier Howard is no longer following the Miami Dolphins? Like, how does that information be found out by somebody? What are they looking at? I don't even know how you find that. Nerds. It's it's nerds. Nerds do. Um, ones that are up at 3 a.m. and they have nothing to do but download a flight track simulator and go on to social media and probably scroll through 40,000 followers and, you know, breaks it down by, by, by letter. And he's like, well, let's go to M. Wow. He's not following the Miami dolphins. Let's just gardener me some information, some news and retweets. I'm such a cool guy. It's nerds, Sam. It's always nerds. Like I'm not even trying to shit on the people. I appreciate the fact that they're giving us that information, but uh, yeah. Okay. Nerds. nerds are yeah. As we're leading our show off with their info. <laughs> Yeah, I know. we leave at the top of the hour. We're, we're, we're breaking the news with what they gave us, and now we're shitting according on it. Oh, Sam, breaking news. According to nerds, Xavier Howard is no longer following the Miami Dolphins. What say you? I say nerds are to be eaten and beaten and not followed on Instagram. That's what I say. Uh, but, let, let, you know, all kidding aside, Xavier Howard and Miami Dolphins, if this was a relationship, one of those two entities is sleeping on the couch right now. I mean, this, they're in the same house still, but they're on opposite sides. One's in the front yard, one's in the backyard, one's pulling weeds, one's mowing the lawn. They're not talking to each other. They're just moving forward with their lives kind of like parallel to each other. Uh, how do you see this shaking out, man? Because at this point, I don't see how he comes back to the Miami Dolphins with all this kind of, you know, vagaries of, of unfollowing each other. And then he, of course, he put something on his Instagram story about they won't know how much you meant until you're not there anymore. You know, just stuff that later he can come back and say, oh, that had nothing to do with the Miami Dolphins. Yet we, we know exactly what he's doing. So how is this going to shake out, Chris? It's a great question, uh, because if we give in, which it would be giving in, we offered him a huge contract. Um, and just so happens the market and inflation rose contracts to the guys after him. And now he's outside the top five or he's close to the top five, whatever. Um, I mean, it's gotta be a pride thing at this point. No, like did his agent not tell him that like, by the way, this won't be forever. You're not gonna be the highest paid guy for like 10 years. Like that's how this works. Um, like right now, like Dan Marino probably signed a $800,000 signing bonus when he was uh, in 84 or whatever. And he, was he going to go back and be like, wait a minute, Peyton Manning signed a hundred million dollar deal. I want, you know, more money. I want them to pay me back. Give me what was owed. No, that's how, these things work. The contracts get bigger. The NFL makes more money and we keep watching. And Xavier Howard is a year or two into this huge, gigantic contract we already gave him. And now he's 
pouting and unfollowing us on social media. And he's uh, doing cryptic Instagram stories about uh, leaving like my ex-girlfriend would do in middle school. I, I see this as him being traded, Sam. You don't give into this because I said it in previous shows. What happens when Jalen Ramsey sees this and Byron Jones sees this and gets more? Is he going to just cross his arms and say, I want to be the highest paid again. This isn't fair. I had interceptions. Or is he going to write out this contract? You can't give into this because it's going to give precedent to more guys to do this. And look what we just did to Van Noy. One year in a four-year deal, we said, see ya. I don't see the Miami Dolphins giving into this at all. I see him traded. And like we said on the previous episode, for a lot. It's so interesting with Xavier Howard in particular, because if you look at the, how this roster has been constructed, Chris, there isn't really anybody else on this roster that I can think of that would be able to get away with what he's gotten away with so far. Uh, at this point, everyone else would be shown the door. That's the Brian Flores way. That's the Dolphins way, if you want to call it this at this point. It's like you're either here or you're not. And if you're not, good luck to you. No harm, no foul. You're just not here. Xavier Howard is so talented, Chris, that I do think uh, we're tolerating a lot of this. We're absorbing a lot of this bullshit because they do want to make it work because they do recognize his talent. Here's the thing. You look at Xavier Howard's 10 interceptions last season, and just the number itself is pretty gaudy. But of course, there are some of those interceptions that other cornerbacks would have gotten, perhaps. But then also there's some that only Xavier Howard was going to get. I mean, they, they were unique to Xavier Howard's talent level. Times where he was undercutting routes, Chris, which is very dangerous for a defensive back to do because if you don't get there or if you miss or if you don't get that interception, you're leaving your wide receiver that is your, your responsibility wide open to catch that ball and probably run for a touchdown. So he did that like two or three times. Of course, he also had some extremely athletic interceptions that other defensive backs just aren't going to do. So when you start to look at the actual tape, when you see how he plays, there are some unique qualities that I don't care who you are. Nobody else on this team or really anybody else in the league can replicate. I mean, the guy led in interceptions with 10. I think he also had like 22 defense passes defense last year. I think he led the league in passes defense as well. I mean, the guy is uniquely qualified to be the top corner. I get his beef on some level, but on the other level, you signed this contract two years ago, man. Um, I don't know. Maybe you should have just held out for more then and, and bet on yourself more and said, I need more because I'm going to be that good. So I think he gets traded personally. I don't think he's going to stay with the Miami Dolphins. I think we're to that point where, especially with the unfollowing on the social media, Chris, that we're just going to have to wash our hands of this and say, okay, he's talented. Let's not trash him in public. Let's remain positive because the more positive attributes we can give this guy as he's heading out the door, the better the return's going to be. So my question to you here, Chris, we've talked about this a couple of times, but what is that return looking like? I did see on, uh, I think Twitter or Reddit, somebody had said that uh, somebody made a prediction that the Dallas Cowboys would trade a first round pick and their starting center back to the Miami dolphins. Would that be enough to entice you to say, pull the trigger, let's go. I don't know about that because uh, I would have to do more research on the Cowboys starting center. Is he better than, you know, Sakura, whoever we have and uh, uh, Karis and all that. I'm not sure if their first round pick, that's going to be a late first. So no, uh, just based on that, you're basically saying a high second and a good center. I don't know. Possibly. I think they're known for their good line if they're healthy. Um, but yeah, I don't know about Here's my thing before we get into like how much you're going to get or what have you. We're two weeks away from training camp. Mm. So is he holding out? Is Because uh, if a team's going to trade for him and especially trade the lot, like trade the bag for Xavier Howard, you're going to want to get him in ASAP. 
right? Like you're going to want to get them in, get with your defensive backs coach, get with the other corners and safeties and get as much synergy and, and stuff as possible. And that starts now, like that, that is starting right now. You got to get them a playbook and you got to get them in there. Um, especially for how much he's going to cost. So if this is happening, you'd think we'd be hearing more rumblings from like the big wigs or, I mean, we do have a tight ship where things don't leak really, but if I'm Xavier Howard uh, and his agent, who obviously isn't good at his job because he accepted this deal two years ago and didn't explain to him how inflation works of contracts. Um, then yeah, like go out there and start leaking it that, you know, maybe Dallas wants me hint, hint, maybe San Francisco wants me hint, hint. Um, Yeah. I just don't know where we sit in this situation. I would hope to get a lot, uh, but the closer we get the training camp and if this turns into a holdout, uh, we're going to get a lot less on the dollar because it's just not fiscally responsible for a team to give up a ton and not get the, the max of what you can out of Xavier Howard. Yes and no. I mean, the other side of that coin is we all know that training camp um, is also synonymous with non-contact football injuries. Uh, so if a defensive back goes, a defensive back uh, person, cornerback, safety, whatever, goes down for another team, uh, we might be the first team that they call and say, "Here, what do you need? Here's a first and a second, or you know, here's a player of need and a first, or whatever the case may be." So the other strategy might be, let's just hold on to him if he's going to hold out. We know he's healthy off the off the clock here. We're going to find him every single day. He's not there. So the irony of I want more money. Okay, but if you're going to hold out, then we're going to take your money from you. I, that's not lost on me either. Uh, also, keep in mind his agent that you've talked about is the same agent of Jarvis Landry's. So, you know, this is not news in terms of a, a player making noise for the Miami Dolphins with this agent. Um, I just see him going. And, and I think if you're the Miami Dolphins, you have to strategically look at trade partners of, of teams that you don't play against very often, right? I mean, the Dallas Cowboys are not a team that the Miami Dolphins play against. They're in the NFC East. We don't play them more than once every couple of years. Um, you're obviously not going to trade him to the AFC East unless they're somehow just going to give you a, an overwhelming package for him. And you're probably not going to look at AFC components in general uh, just because you play the AFC more often and they're in direct competition for playoff spots. So I would say an NFC trade partner makes the most sense, whether it's the Philadelphia Eagles, the Dallas Cowboys, the San Francisco 49ers, like you talked about. Um, but I, what's your prediction here, Chris? Is he traded before training camp? Is he traded during training camp? Is he traded during the season? How does this, when does this happen for the Miami Dolphins and Xavier Howard? Yeah, if this is going to happen, I feel like it's in the next few weeks. And I feel like it might be one of those things we weren't, we're going to wake up. It's going to be like, 1245 in the afternoon, everybody's just kind of hanging out and getting lunch and their phones blow up that we made the trade. Like, I don't think it's going to leak that we're talking to three teams or this and that it's going to be just like us trading that uh, out of the third pick. I mean, that hit us like a sack of bricks. There is no leaks in the Miami Dolphins organization. Greer had that planned out with um, the 49ers like a month before it happened and nothing leaked. These guys have it tight lips. So right now they could be wheeling the deal and working on something. And I agree. I, I see this going to either uh, at most like an AFC West team that's on the cusp or like, um, you know, uh, NFC for sure. I, I definitely see somebody that really needs that. Oomph. You know, I can see somebody who just lost uh, Shaquem Griffin uh, in the Seattle Seahawks making wow. a trade for Xavier Howard because you got Russell Wilson. You really need to maximize that potential. You, you, you're out of that Legion of Boom time and you need to bring somebody in like that. I can definitely see uh, somebody like Seattle trading for him and I'm all for sending X all the way across with the next the country. It's funny that you say Seattle Seahawks. We did not talk about this off the air, but that is the team that I had circled on my list as, you know, you haven't heard anything about Seattle and Miami, you know, hooking up for anything like that, but there is a need there for Seattle for all the reasons you talked about. Plus, you know, it's the NFC West. 
it's it's not a team that we're going to be playing anytime soon. We just played them actually. Uh, you do need to maximize Russell's um, last few years as being a prime quarterback. And you know, guess what? There's young quarterbacks up and down that league in the NFC West right now with the Arizona Cardinals, the San Francisco 49ers, and of course you have Matthew Stafford with the Los Angeles Rams. So uh, him being over there fits a need with all those young and veteran quarterbacks in the NFC West. And plus Miami to Seattle, the furthest plane ride you can actually have in the NFL, I think there's a little bit of symbolism there too. If you just say, all right, you're going to go and you're going to go all the way across the continent and you'll go play over there. Um, I think, well, and what other, what other better city to go to when you're a mopey little bitch on Instagram, making those posts and unfollowing teams than to go to the grunge city where it rains all the time, send his ass home. Send his ass home. X gonna give it to you. You're gonna play a little bit of. We're uh, fucked if he ever if he comes back. You know, watch watch this. He's gonna resign next week, and we're gonna be like, we're glad to have him back. It's he's well worth the money and everything else. We'll just delete this episode. This will be a a new 199. We find out Chris Chambers, huge best friend of Xavier and Howard. They work out together. He actually helps with this school. It's gonna be great. Maybe that's why Chambers isn't available this week. They're actually working out together right now, and it's just like we can't uh, we, we can't be on the on the show this week. He's working out for his big season with the Miami Dolphins, uh, whom he is a huge fan. Of welcome to Perfectville. Yeah. Well, look, I wish X Xavier Howard well. It's been fun watching him play for the Miami Dolphins. I do. Ho- I hold out a little bit of hope. Speaking of holdouts, that he'll somehow figure out. Um, uh, a middle ground with the Miami Dolphins. They can follow each other again. Uh, we can put that their relationship is complicated on Facebook, whatever you want to put. But uh, I hope somehow they're able to put the two together and we can have peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, Xavier and Howard, Miami Dolphins sandwiches all day, every day, because the team is better with him than without him. Uh, but he's not bigger than the team. And if he's made up his mind and he wants to go elsewhere and the Miami Dolphins are agreeing with him, then yeah, ship his ass to Seattle and enjoy the rain. I mean, <laughs> there's rain in both areas, but one is cold and gray and one has got bright lights and just warm everywhere. And it's kind of like, all right, Xavier, if these are the two options, go get paid and and uh, buy yourself a blanket and an umbrella. Yeah. Uh, Soundgarden or uh, Ricky Martin. I mean, come okay. on. <laughs> well, but that's not a good selling point right there. I don't think if Seattle or Miami, who has a better music scene? That's actually, we're going to throw that out to Twitter. That is the Twitter poll. What's got a better music scene, Seattle, Washington, Miami, Florida. Give me your top five Seattle music acts, top five Miami music acts, Twitter. Have at it. Yeah, it's going to be the weirdest thing ever when Chris Cornell is up against Pitbull. Yeah, yeah, you're going to have Gloria Estefan up against Kurt Cobain. I mean, it's just going to be a weird, weird dynamic. Rick there. Ross and, and Dave Grohl. <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. I think Dave Grohl's technically from Baltimore, but I understand what you're saying. Yes, I, uh, I agree. Come on. Exactly right. All right. Well, that was 15 minutes on Xavier Howard. I, I don't know if there's any other news going on here, but uh, we spent 15 minutes figuring out where Xavier Howard should spend the rest of his career, if not with the Miami Dolphins and Gloria Estefan. So uh, we'll be back right after these words with your favorite, my favorite, everybody's favorite, delete tweet or elite tweet. Admit it, citizens of Perfectville, during this entire COVID-19 global pandemic, you have bought at least one thing from Amazon.com. Admit it. It's okay. We're all friends here. We all live in the same town of Perfectville. I've bought things from Amazon.com. The only difference is when I buy, I go to welcometoperfectville.com first and click the link that takes me to amazon.com. And why do I do that? Because every time you do that, it takes you to the same exact amazon.com, same exact shopping experience. But by clicking the link on welcometoperfectville.com first, it sends a couple of dollars to your favorite town of Perfectville. That's right. It helps keep the lights on, so to speak. 
and there is no hidden fees. There is no extra charges. It's the same exact shopping experience of Amazon.com by way of welcome to perfectville.com. So as you sit down and check out the new 2021 Miami Dolphins schedule, look at all the draft picks that the Dolphins got just a couple of weeks ago and wonder which jersey you're going to get from Amazon.com, make sure you go to welcome to perfectville.com first and click the link. That's Amazon.com by way of welcome to perfectville.com. And we're back. Welcome to Perfectville segment number two. Sam Marku, Chris Cullen, the two-time, yes, two-time Hall of Famer. And we're bringing it back. We're running it back here, Chris. We talked about Xavier Howard. Now it's time to talk about what everyone else is talking about because we're going to do a little bit of elite tweet, delete tweet. Are you ready? Yes. I think that means he's ready, ladies and gentlemen, because it went with a big old yes, 15 minutes on the clock. And let's just get to the first one here, Chris. I'm taking a look at this. This comes from at Von Hammer 71. I have always liked Darius. He's talking about Darius Rucker, but more so now seeing that he's a Miami Dolphins fan. Hashtag fins up. Is this an elite tweet or a delete tweet? I'm so glad to see you. And this is, I'm glad we didn't prepare for this at all. I wanted to shit all over that guy on this episode and you brought it up in elite tweet or delete tweet. I, I think it's funny. You actually, I saw you commented with our show page, like LOL, as the guy said, he's blocked. Like he, if he was 12, I'd get it. His most famous song has Dan Marino in the music video. And he says, quote, the dolphins make me cry. He's not a marine biologist. Like this is uh, worried about the garbage spills and oil spills in the ocean. Darius Rucker grew up in Charleston, South Carolina, and is a gigantic, massive Miami Dolphins fan. He has a tattoo of a Miami Dolphins logo on his body. Like if you don't know this and you're a Dolphins fan and an adult one, Delete tweet, please. And uh, we need to edit this episode just so people forget it because Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm with you. This is a delete tweet because I'm guessing Von Hammer 71. 71 is probably the year that the guy was born. That's fine. But that means he's not only an adult, he's a grown ass man. And I think when you think about the Miami Dolphins in terms of celebrity fans, isn't Darius Rucker like number one on that list? Has to be. He's number right. one or if two, not- Johnny Depp. Like, yeah, I mean, but Johnny Depp doesn't have, doesn't have a song about it. Like, his most, not only just a song, his most famous song was about the Miami Dolphins. Well, or at furthermore, least furthermore within the tweet, Von Hammer 71 also misspelled Darius Rucker's name. So I think the whole thing is just a delete tweet. I think uh, Von Hammer 71, save yourself the embarrassment and just get rid of that thing, man. Just delete that. I think so. Delete and delete your account. Jesus Christ. All right. The next one comes from at the underscore Bry underscore man. And he says, some cat showed up on my timeline and didn't know Darius Rucker was a Dolphins fan. The fuck? Not, how you not know that you're a fan of this team? He was blocked. Elite tweet. Or <laughs> Elite tweet. That's exactly what I was talking about. You say you quoted and said, LOL. This guy, I like that he didn't quote it just to not give him like, you know, any more likes that he deserves. He just like said out into the, the void that there was a cat that didn't know 
who Darius Rucker was a Miami Dolphins fan. It, like, yeah, way to call him out, Bry man. Uh, kudos, elite tweet with all capital letters. And also, kudos to Twitter for whatever their algorithm was that I saw the Darius Rucker tweet first and I was like, what the hell is that? I'm swiping that. That's coming on the show. And then I scrolled down and that was the very next tweet I saw was the Bry man going, fuck this guy. And I was just like, <laughs> beautiful. The timing could not have been better, uh, in my opinion. I agree. Elite tweet on that one, 100%. And don't delete your account. We need more folks like you calling people, quote, cats, and then calling their shit out without t- actually retweeting it to give them any more bullshit eyeballs on that stupid ass deleted tweet that should be deleted. Uh, you know, furthermore, though, uh, you, we could do without the 17 underscores, the Brian man. Just one underscore is fine. But, you know, like when I actually have to shout you out on the show and I have to call underscore, 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 you know, I, I'm starting to feel like, a, you know, a podcast version of Peyton Manning in Omaha. I don't like it. So, yeah. Uh, How dare you make Sam's job harder on the podcast? Exactly. I agree. Thank you, Chris. Elite tweet on that. Um, all right. This one comes from zombie underscore Finn. See how there's only one? That's OK. Um, also known as Alan. But uh, he says Hunter Long is going to be the steal of this draft class. Elite tweet or delete tweet? That's tough to say because, like, I mean, if he is, he shot his shot and good job, but delete tweet. He's not going to get enough opportunity with Gesicki, Smythe, Sheehan, and all of our receivers with Waddle and Fuller and Wilson and Parker and Williams. Oh my. Yeah. There's no way he's going to be the quotes. Did he mean the steal like of our draft picks or the steal of the 2021 See, NFL that, draft? That's where it falls a little bit short for me because he didn't say, he didn't clarify whether he was talking about the Miami Dolphins. And a draft. definite delete tweet. Cause you don't know how to pronounce and enunciate your, your words and your meanings. Well, there you go. Hunter Long is going to be the steal of this draft class. Chris is going delete tweet. I'm going to go elite tweet. I'm going to disagree with Chris because if we get a weapon like Hunter Long to be the steal, whether it's the of the Miami Dolphins draft, think about this. If it's just the Miami Dolphins draft here, Chris, we think we've got a score with Jalen Waddle. We think we have a score with Jalen Phillips. We think we have a score with uh, 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 the, the safety of Oregon. Javon Holland, thank you very much. All the Jays. Uh, but then all of a sudden we have Hunter Long, and he's the guy that everyone's turning their heads and looking at at the end of the season. So even if he's talking about strictly the Miami Dolphins draft class and Hunter Long becomes the steal, I think I'm okay with that. So I'm going to go with elite tweet. The issue becomes, though, if Hunter Long is the steal of the tight end draft, does that mean that we have to say goodbye to Mike Kosicki at the end of the season? Like, then maybe that's the other side of this coin that I don't like. Yeah, no, I'm, and I don't even want to touch that because it's like one of those, it's that famous gift for the girl goes, why not both? Like, just keep them both and get rid of Smythe and Shaheen and they can go play in the XFL next year when it comes back. But uh, I mean, other than that, no, I would be happy to be wrong about this and call myself out in a year. I'll be happy to do that. But as of now, delete tweet, because if he's, if he's better than Jalen Waddle, J- Phillips and uh, Holland, we're fucked. <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah, that's the other thing. Why is he better, right? All right, uh, you're listening to Elite Tweet or Delete Tweet. I forgot my own uh, title there. Uh, This comes from at George Forder 3. When I was 10 years old, I wrote Jay Fiedler a letter thanking him for beating the Colts in the playoffs. Despite my poor grammar and literary flow, he responded and sent me this. Will always be one of my favorite players. And it's actually a picture of Jay Fiedler throwing a ball um, as well as an autograph, uh, although the ball looks to be against the Seattle Seahawks. So it wasn't against the Colts, even though that's why he wrote him the letter. But elite tweet or delete tweet? Kind of a nice story. Yeah, I was going to say elite tweet because it's kind of cool that Jay Fiedler you know, took the time to write him back. 
but I will say the leak tweet, as far as saying one of my favorite players, there are so many better players on the Miami Dolphins. Well, he's just and I know won. he signed a pitcher. I know he signed a pitcher. Uh, but if you have a Mount Rushmore, if you have seven Mount Rushmores of Miami Dolphins, this is this is something we can pass out to Twitter. How many Mount Rushmores? Are we talking four, right? Four or five per Mount? <laughs> Does it take to get to Jay Fiedler when it comes to Miami Dolphins players past present so this is this is good so mount rushmore has four busts on it right so you say your top four miami dolphins obviously you got dan marino jason taylor and then you can fill out the other two don shula whatever you want but how many mount rushmores do you get until you get to jay feeler so any and all miami dolphins players involved i like that twitter make it happen which mount rushmore is jay feeler on is he on three four five is he on the sixth Mount Rushmore? Which Mount Rushmore is Jay Fiedler on? Just uh, with his, it's going to have to be three because, you know, his ears can't fit. What only can only fit three heads. <laughs> That's just not nice. Uh, I'm not going to go there because Jay Fiedler and Chris Chambers are buddies and Chris Chambers is joining the show here. In a we should probably not. <laughs> Delete. Maybe we can just delete this whole segment. Delete that segment. Uh, 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 all right, moving on. <laughs> At Dolphin underscore nation, pro football focus names their three most important players for the Miami Dolphins to build around. Number one, Xavier Howard. Number two, Hunter Jay- Long. <laughs> number two, Jalen Waddell. And number three, Tua Tungavailoa. Elite tweet or delete tweet with this list from PFF. What was the second one? Jalen Waddle, rookie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Last two for sure. Savian Howard. That's gonna be weird to build around him when he's on the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> so delete tweet. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm with you. I, this is a delete tweet because number one, if this is in order of priority and your fucking starting quarterback is number three on the list, the list is just bogus at that point. Like you can't build around Jalen Waddle before Tua Tungabailoa. You got Jalen Waddle to build with Tua Tungabailoa. So therefore, just by the very nature of drafting Jalen Waddle as a weapon for Tua to throw to means Tua is higher up on the list than Jalen Waddle. So I'm out of whack right there. My eyes about to explode. Just thinking about that concept right there. Second of all, Xavier Howard, like, did his agent, does his agent work for PFF? He's number one on this list. We just spent 15 minutes talking about how he's probably going to go to Seattle and slit his wrist like Kurt Cobain because he's no longer going to be on the Miami Dolphins. Like, this is just, and I'm sorry, I know he didn't slit his wrist. He blew his head off with a shotgun. But the point is, like, Xavier Howard going into year, what, age 29, 30, whatever he is, in a contract dispute, divorcing himself from the Miami Dolphins social media, that's the number one guy the Miami Dolphins should be building around. I think this is a delete tweet. And not really from Dolphin underscore nation, because they're just reporting what PFF said, but this is PFF's news, and I think it's bad news. Bad news. I wish it was fake news. Xavier Howard gold plated. No, you don't build your team around the guy that's already been injured and is holding out from a contract. You just signed uh, delete tweet, please. Who should, who should we build our franchise around? I don't know. The guy who's pushing 30, who's been arrested three times, been injured multiple times and holds out every 18 months. Cause he wants more money. Maybe that guy, that's the guy that we should just circle and point. Sure. I'm supposed to say Billy Turner at this point. (laughs) Billy Turner costs us less money. Um, Costs us more games, though. All right. At Dolphins Diehards. (laughs) Speaking of X. Wait. X led the league with 20 pass deflections, too. Laughing my ass off. Pay the man. Well, there you go. So Dolphins Twitter, uh, always there. 
Elite tweet or delete tweet. Dolphins die hard. Pay I mean, Xavier Howard. Yeah, I'll say elite tweet because we've said before on the show that the, the best case scenario is we just fucking pay them. It's not, not our money. Um, but <laughs> it, it's it, it, how how much more that will he need? That's the whole thing. So I'm going to actually go back on that. I'm going to say delete tweet. I, I think it's past the point of money at this point. It's principal. They're mad. They signed Byron Jones after giving him a deal. And um, it, it sounds like he wants to go elsewhere. But the problem is Xavier Howard, your agent, by the way, smashing job because now you're holding out again, causing problems, looking not that great to other GMs. Oh, and any GM that wants to trade three first round picks to get you obviously has to pay you more money because this isn't good enough. So yeah, good luck getting traded. Just show up to training camp at this point. Like really, honestly, you're not doing anything to better yourself or your career. Okay. I've got two more tweets we may have time for one so i'm going to skip ahead to, to this one just because i think it's funnier but if we're not we'll circle back to the other one this actually comes from at preachy underscore spice and it's a picture of richard branson and elon musk and it says and it's it's the two of them standing in a kitchen and you can see the kitchen cabinets behind them in this picture and you can see it if you're watching the video right now it says to have billions of dollars and those cabinets, what's the point? Elite tweet or delete tweet? <laughs> and he said it's preachy spice. Like, is this like the Catholic kids bop version of the Spice Girls? <laughs> <laughs> like tweeting it. Are they a Dolphins fan or is this somebody randomly you follow? This is randomly that popped up. I think another Dolphins follow uh, retweeted this and I saw it and I was like, she has a point. I mean, these two men are worth like $70 billion combined. One of them just flew to space on Sunday and they have like oak awful cabinets. I mean, they have cabinets that you and I have, Chris. Yeah. Plot twist. It's their maid's house. And they're like bringing her a bottle of wine. Um, and everybody's just shitting on the poor ladies, like 30,000 a year salary cabinets. But no, you know what, Sam, I'm going to say elite tweet. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna say delete tweet. Get rid of this. You know why, Sam? Because if I win the lottery tonight, which it is the Powerball, and I'm going to speak that into existence because I did buy a ticket on my lunch break. Um, I'll still buy Bush light. Like I don't, I'm not a snob. Okay. The money's not going to change me. I'm still going to wear starter shorts and buy, you know, Shaq shoes at four twenty five a pop at Walmart. Who cares? They're comfortable and they're cheap. I'm fiscally smart with my money. Just because I got billions of dollars doesn't mean all of a sudden I need like see-through cabinets with touchscreens like Tony Stark. No, delete tweet. Stop hating. You I mean, hate on something else like their, you know, lack of donations or tax paying and you know, the wages and work conditions for their companies, but hate on their, their cabinets. Like that's just what they like. It's their house. Get over it. Elon Musk isn't wearing shoes in this picture, and it's freaking me the fuck out. The more I look at this, the more I look at this photo, the more I'm discovering more things I don't like about it. You you ever don't wear shoes? Like that's who cares? I don't know. This is clearly Elon Musk's house because I think Richard Branson's wearing two pairs of shoes. He like looked at the floor and looked at the cabinets and went, "Okay, well, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, get myself some personal protection equipment on here." This is an elite tweet. I mean, these guys went to space. I want to point out Richard Branson went to space like four days ago. Elon Musk like invented like the craziest amazing car ever as well as like manageable solar power yet uh you're right they don't pay taxes they just kind of skirt all that they have the money to buy themselves at least i don't know shaker cabinets like what why are we dealing with these cabinets that we have right here i think it's an elite tweet it's an astute observation from preachy underscore spice well i'm, I'm just sick of these twitter people with their underscores can you not just create creative names or just put letters together like I don't would, you have an underscore don't you have an underscore 
I do not have an underscore. Uh, we actually have one more. We could do a little bit of overtime. I don't think this will take too long. This comes There's from nothing else to talk about, Sam. It's in the middle of July. <laughs> Let's do it. Woo. Overtime here on Elite Tweet and Delete Tweet. Uh, this comes from Jesse Kelly, DC. Uh, he's got a little blue check mark, although it's technically a white check mark with a blue circle, but we always just say it's the blue check mark. Uh, and he says, this is what he says. He says, blows me away how many restaurants treat the condiment request like a get to it if you feel like it kind of thing. We sauce people are demanding. We will no longer be ignored and oppressed. Bring us our sauce. Elite tweet or delete tweet? Elite tweet. It's just like the Bill Burskett when he said, uh, yeah, I want some mayo. And the guy's like, yeah, the mayonnaise is over there. I'm like, no, I gave you money. You give me a sandwich with what I want on it. Like the period, end of story. And and I'm going to take this a step further, Sam, because I just saw this recently at a Chick-fil-A on the drive-thru. Yeah, the whole my pleasure thing. Bullshit. On, on the drive-thru window says more sauce, question mark, more money, exclamation point excuse the fuck out of me you're sorry that your training videos the last 25 years didn't tell them to not give us handfuls of fucking chick-fil-a sauce and ketchup we are used to it now you've conditioned us to packing half the bag with condiments so now when i get a 20 piece nugget from chick-fil-a fuck you it's protein i want more than one honey mustard all of a sudden i've got to pay for it excuse me i paid for the food you're paying pennies on the dollar for these packets of sweet nectar goodness that you keep shrinking by the way and all of a sudden i gotta pay 40 cents for another one fuck that and that sign super condescending my pleasure i'm eating at popeyes i uh i love how elite tweet delete tweet kind of just turned into hates giving right here that was amazing and uh also kudos to you honey mustard highly underrated when it comes to a sauce for your chicken nuggets uh they just opened or they just approved in the city that i live in they just approved a chick-fil-a to come in and where they're going to put it they know there's going to be a ton of traffic so they told them as part of the conditions they have to fix the walkway uh that's around the surrounding area there which is basically code for this is where all the homeless people live so you have to figure out a way to like employ them or get them out of here in order for your Chick-fil-A to join in. So I'm interested to see what Chick-fil-A does with the homeless slash walkway area of their new Chick-fil-A location here in Northern California. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to go with the elite tweet as well. I mean, nothing's more infuriating when you sit down at a table at a restaurant and they have no ketchup, they have no mustard, they have no anything. And you can see it on every other table and you don't want to like go over and grab it because somebody else is going to sit down and then they're going to be in the same issue. But then you ask for it and they never come back. And then they sometimes come back like 30 minutes later. Like, did you ever get that ketchup? Like, was I supposed to go get it? No, you're right. Fuck you. I paid you money. Bring it over here. Drop it. In fact, squirt it on my burger. That's what I want. Yeah. Like the famous Bill Burr lines. Like, do you recognize me? No, because I don't fucking work here. Like, that's your job. I'm the goddamn patron. Like, do it. I paid you already for service. My uh, my favorite part about this tweet from Jesse Kelly is that one of the responses is actually from Running CM, longtime listener. Uh, who's such a positive tagged, guy. Just tagged on and said, also, just bring me two soda pops at the same time. So he's not he only looking pop? for the soda oh, pop. Man. He wants both. I, like He must be a Midwesterner because he's getting it from both sides. Yeah, I get two uh, at the same time because the refills take forever. When you got a good waitress that's just bringing it to you and you have half of one, Good, good, good on her and him if they're doing so. But him calling it pop, uh, he, already, he fell down even further on my list. Running CM, my favorite, favorite person. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. a little bit of overtime here on Welcome to Perfectville segment number two. Elite tweet and elite tweet. We actually had some disagreements here on this one, Chris. We usually step in uh, 
step in line here with this, but we got a couple different opinions here, but some good ones, both Miami Dolphins related and, of course, uh, rich billionaires with shitty cabinets related. Uh, we'll be back right after this and talk about all things Miami Dolphins and blah, 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 right after. Patchvibes.com is still the best place to get all of your best patches, stickers, hats, T-shirts, all things Miami sports swag. The Don Shula patch, the Laramie Tunzel pot smoking draft day patch, the Miami Vice T-shirt, all things Miami. Miami Dolphins, Miami Heat, Miami Marlins, Miami Sports Scene can be found at patchvibes.com. Check it out. And we're back. Final segment of episode 199. Chris Collins, Sam Marku, welcome to Perfectville, part of the Believe Podcast Network. And uh, let's put 15 minutes on the clock like we always do here, Chris. Are you ready? I guess. Well, I guess is good enough for me so uh 15 minutes on the clock segment number three what do you want to talk about shit i can't even think of anything i've looked at my phone uh the dolphins i don't know yeah i don't i don't really have anything to talk about either i uh i kind of thought maybe you were going to carry the third segment i i carried the first two i i I produced them i made them happen i thought maybe you were going to do the third one i went on a huge rant about honey mustard sauce and i thought it flowed pretty well so yeah. that's probably going to be the star of the show, to be honest, but okay. That's true. So, I mean, you're, you're kind of taking the Xavier and Howard approach. Like you can just get away with this bad behavior because you have all this talent. Like we're just going to put up with this here. I am the doctor and I am the two time hall of famer. Not one, not zero, by the way, uh, two. <laughs> so <laughs> was that a knock at me? That was a knock at me for being a zero time <laughs> hall of famer. But here's the thing. Uh, we don't have anything to talk about for 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 uh, for for whatever this segment is here. So we're kind of just call it. And uh, we're contractually obligated to do 15 minutes a week. We did well over that. So I'm fucking cool with it. We're getting paid either way. Uh, this is episode 199. Episode 200 coming up here, Chris, is the Finzies. Once again, speaking of the Hall of Fame, we will be into inducting two more people into the uh, Hall of Fame. It will not be Chris Cullen. I have put a kibosh. On that line item for him, he will not be a three-time, yes, three-time, yes, three-time Hall of Famer. We have to go move on beyond the intro at some point. Um, but that's it. I guess that's it. Segment number three is just a promo for the next episode of Welcome to Perfectville. See, that's when you know we're veterans. We use our show to advertise for the next show. It's like Thanos. Um, we use the stones to destroy the stones. I thought that was uh, Regan Maui that you just showed me. Was that was that the juggernaut, bitch? Who was that? That's literally Thanos. Oh. Grimace. Yeah, it's a Funko Pop version of him via uh, coaster. <laughs> it's a coaster. It's a rubber coaster. <laughs> I love that I checked the contract. I'm like, oh, we're way over on what we, are, <laughs> what we need to do. We don't have to talk about it. Why are we here? <laughs> yeah. Well, with that being said, uh, you got yourselves a little episode here, all the citizens of Perfectville. And oh, by the way, the most okayest fantasy league ever is coming back. I got a uh, uh, Jeremy Hagen, our initial inaugural champion of that league from two seasons ago, uh, sent me an email. Well, he didn't, but he sent it through ESPN saying he's requesting that the league be turned back on. So before too long here. Everyone who wants to play fantasy football, uh, I think we're going to have maybe uh, our other co-host in the league. Just saying, we, uh, we might have some uh, Pro Bowl talent playing fantasy football with the citizens of Perfectville. Uh, if there's a couple openings, let us know. We'll get you in, and we'll have ourselves all kinds of smashing good times. Uh, but Chris, since you don't really have anything else to say, and I don't really have anything else to say, I guess the only thing to say on behalf of the Believe Podcast Network and all the citizens of Perfectville is goodbye from Perfectville. Later.
I would see that's what I want. Like I want to. You ever do like a? Uh, you ever been like in like a shark cage? Like where you just like no. <laughs> okay. Would you ever do that? I want to go in a shark would, cage yeah, so bad. Yeah. And I want like a shark to do exactly what you just did, where like it comes up to me and then it just does like a weird eyebrow thing. Like it's like I'm hella scary, but not really. And then leaves. He's just like wink and then just swims off. You're like, what the and, fuck? Yeah. He's it's like, like that Bill Murray it. thing. Like yeah, no one's gonna believe it. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, uh, we got done in an hour because we cut a segment off, but uh, <laughs> that's actually funny. Yeah, it was. It was good. We're kind of in fuck it mode. Like, I, I think that'll come off pretty, pretty good. That's the thing. Like, not even anybody like yelled at us for not doing a show last week because nobody's doing anything for football right now. So, honestly, like NFL Network is just playing reruns. I li- just saw it was like the 2012 Baltimore Ravens and the Dallas Cowboys. Who the fuck wants to watch that? Like, there's nothing to watch. So yeah. yeah, we're not the only ones. No, I mean, I, yeah, who was even got Quincy? Thanks to Xavier and Howard to give us anything. <laughs> he gave us 15 minutes of content. Thank you. I called him a mopey bitch. I'm screwed. I'm never gonna get to meet this guy, uh, interview him ever. I said he was gonna slit his wrists. So I yeah. think <laughs> as I love how you correct yourself. Oh no, no, shotgun in the mouth. My bad. <laughs> I don't need the Kurt Cobain army on me. Um <laughs> Does that still exist? <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like I feel like the Kurt Cobain on me has evolved into the Yelps, right? They're the Yelpers. Probably. Like, they survived yeah. their depression, and now there's like, I'm still mad. <laughs> That's how they type, right? Up, yeah. The keyboard is right here by the chin. <laughs> I type better when it's close to my mouth. I like that this is going to be the promo for the show, even though the show's over. <laughs> We're like a weird new alien. Yeah, yelpers. That's Spiderhead. Spiderheads, that's what I'm going to call them. Sounds like a TLC song, like Waterfalls, Scrubs, Spiderheads. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.